Danny, how you doing, man? Shit, wait. Let me. I'm keeping this in. The bees disappearing. That's the quote. The bees. The bees are disappearing. This is true. Or I haven't were seen... disappearing, or? Yeah, well, I haven't seen a bumblebee for yonks. Well, honest. I've bought flowers for my garden this year that are exclusively good for pollinators in the hopes I can recruit some bees to my house. Mm. Um, because it does seem quite concerning that there are no bees anywhere, ever. Um, yeah. And yet somehow my neighbourhood has a surplus of cats. <clears throat> walk to the shop and see like five cats. I'm like, have the all cat... these cats killed all the bees? Yeah, the cats Maybe. have eaten all the bees. That's what's happened. Monica has never killed a bee, but she kills many wasps when it's wasp season. Oh. Which is petrifying to think of, because I can't kill a wasp. And just no, somehow she manages just it. chews it and kills it. Um, yeah, no or doubt just smacks it. No doubt there'll be an episode on Doctor Who about how cats are aliens, and presumably so. Yes. Well, but not the not the genetically modified ones that are like hu- humanoid, uh, like oh, yeah, actual from, cats. Um, Earth two where the grass smells like apples or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. Um... What a shit fucking episode! But um, so <laughs> we are we are here in the new year. Happy New Year, folks! Happy um, New Year! It's we're recording on the tenth of January. Yeah, uh, this will go out on Saturday, Friday, which will be the fifteenth of January, I think. Yes, that's I all very. So. Well, this is that's that's the wrong week. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, yep, the fifteenth. No, yeah, I was looking 15th. at my diary. I was very confused. Right. Um, yeah, and we're talking about season four of Doctor Who in its entirety. Mm-hmm. We're, we're keeping to our our our, our new uh, formulae, and uh, yeah, let's let's jump into it. Um, the showrunner for this season was uh, Russell T Davies, and it Ooh. starred David Tennant, Catherine Tate, Free Management, and a fuck ton of others that I'm not mentioning. So there you go fuck off if you think I'm doing my job mentioning people fuck right off yeah an episode maybe but an entire mm. scene I mean I don't even do it for the episodes do it I say about three and it's like yeah other people were in it as well um so do you have an opening statement for this season Lewis um, I do uh, love the Ood love Donna love David Tennant um, those are the three standout things from this series in my mind because there was so much Ood action going on um, mm. But I just, I, I think this might actually be one of my favourite seasons of Doctor Who, if not my absolute favourite. Um, just because I love the the companionship between Donna and the Doctor. It's yeah. not, it's nothing quasi-romantic. They're just mates, and that's yeah. just really quite pleasant to see. Very and much so. um, Catherine Tate brings a lot of charisma to the role, and David Tennant is 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 a walking ball of charisma. He's brilliant. Yeah. So it's just quite nice to see such a powerful duo on screen. They're really good. Absolutely. Um, what about you? Yeah, one of the best seasons of Doctor Who and marks the end of the T. Davis era of Doctor Who at the start of uh, the other guy, the other, oh yeah, <laughs> the other person, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat. Um, <laughs> this is the voice of the Beast. <laughs> yeah, the Beast. I have spat forth Stephen Moffat into the world. <laughs> I'd love to What's see that the Beast again. Guy thing, um, Stephen Moffat was spat out of a hole in the ground in Paisley with the sole intention of ruining all of British pop culture or something yeah. like that. It, it's actually amazing how many famous people come from Paisley. Like, I, I, I presume a Mr. Paisley at one point or another. The, oh. the guy that invented Paisley fat pattern on shirts and Maybe. jackets and stuff. Um, I would presume that's from Paisley. Uh, pa- Paolo Nettini is from Paisley. 
Paisley Patton is from India. Well, then why is it called Paisley Patton if it's from India? Well, I mean, honestly, Dougie. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's a British palace Dougie in India know. that um, is yeah. not in remotely any way Indian. You know, um, it's colonization, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the deeply fucked nature of it. Um, absolutely. So, who, who did you say? Paolo Nutini, he's from Paisley. Yeah, he's, yep. he's, he's good. He's a musician. Anybody else? Jerry Rafferty. I don't know who that is. You know the song... Uh, you know, do you not know oh, that one? Sort of. Jerry Rafferty. Baker Scottish Street. Songwriter. Baker Street. Oh, Jerry with a G? Still no. Uh, Baker oh. Street, right down the lane, Night Owl, stuck in the middle with you. I know that one. Um... Yeah, I suppose he's sort of famous. Yeah, uh, Richard Madden. Richard, oh, I know Richard Madden. Yeah. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Everybody else from Paisley is fictional. They are yeah. invented by the Paisley Cabal to make you think there are people that live in Paisley, but actually there aren't. It's yeah. just those four people. Do you know? Mm. Do you know what I learned, Lewis? Something dreadful. Do you know that Adam Smith is Scottish? Adam Smith. Who is Adam Smith? He invented capitalism. Oh, okay. So a Scottish person is responsible for the system that we live in today. That that's is, not great. Um, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's from the same town as Dougie, apparently. Oh, Fife. he's from Fife. Or might be a city. I'm not sure. Um, but well, there you go. Clearly, Dougie, you you are you have a hand in the invention of capitalism. It would seem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't judge. Um, that guy, based on where he's from, I guess. Adam Smith College used to be named after him. <laughs> Cunt. No. <laughs> and then people started uh, realising why. Uh, the, look, Adam Smith invented capitalism. Oh, maybe we shouldn't name a college after him. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's not a great choice. No. But, you know. Mm. Okay, have we got some CRQs about this app? Ep? Well, this, this series. Whoa. His home His is home a shopping, is shopping <laughs> thing. That's perfect. His house. That's perfect. That's exactly what he would have wanted. That's exactly what I would have wanted. (laughs) Fucking hell. Um, Mercat Shopping Centre. This doesn't look very... When did he live? This bloke? Adam, whoever? Oh, like 18-something, 17. I see. Because this looks sort of very 90. Built on the site. Oh, okay. Built on the shite. The shite. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. It's a shopping centre. Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks very much like a shopping centre. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, but um, anyway, let's talk about what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, let's talk about what we're talking about. Okay, first question. Ooh. What What is your favourite episode of the season apart from Midnight? <laughs> because, <laughs> well, I know Midnight is your favourite episode. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's kind of the Wasp episode, the Unicorn and the Wasp, because it's. It's a bit ridiculous and stupid, but in a very pleasant way. In that way that we've talked about before, about how Doctor Who is at its best when it's a bit campy and a bit shit. And so that's that's yeah. what I get from that episode. There's that bit where the general is in his study reminiscing about his army days. And he's like, yeah, and then we went to a strip club. And he starts talking about that for so no, no real reason. Yeah, and the can-can girls, yeah. Yeah, the and it's just such a bizarre, stupid thing. And yet, I just love it because it is so bizarre and stupid. And... um. I, I just love the... No, it's a wasp, but it's giant! <laughs> and all yeah. the things like that. And it's just... It's really tongue-in-cheek. It's really happy. It's really quite a sweet episode. Um, despite all the heartbreaking alien stuff and all the rest of it. But, like, the end of the episode is quite... It, it's well drawn to a close, and I, I quite like it. It's nice. Yeah. 
fair enough. Do you do you draw great grievances from that or anything? No, I, I you know, I, I didn't think it was the best episode in the world. Um, it was, uh, I mean, if you're gonna have Agatha Christie in it, uh, you're gonna mm. have murders in it, and I respect the fact that they were like, wait a minute, why the she wasn't surrounded by murders in real life? Why is this happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and they had an explanation for that. Um, mm. I do like that. Um, that's one distant fact that I'm just slightly remembering, so you might have to stick with me for some reason. I think it can't have been Agatha Christie, but it was somebody else that was like a, a female mystery writer, and um, Jessica Fletcher would have looked up. Uh, maybe I'm not entirely sure who Jessica Fletcher is, uh, but uh, they, <laughs> the reason they started writing these um, murder she wrote might be it. Oh Christ, vamp for a second while I Google this. Um, uh, yeah, murder she wrote. That's uh, a lot of American people watch that. Um, is it? Is it not? Oh no! It is Agatha Christie. Oh God! Okay, um, Agatha you... Christie. She wrote a lot about um, poisons and all the rest of it because she actually did know about poisons in yeah. real life, uh, which I had no idea of. Well, I, I I knew, but I thought it was different. Um, as it, well, it turned out, Young was a master of poisons and knew exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, then that makes me feel very vindicated to know yeah, that I was actually she... telling the correct anecdote. Yeah, because she knew what she knew that it was cyanide that poisoned mm. the doctor in that episode. Mm, which you can get from almonds or apple seeds, interestingly. Well, I'm going to be getting some fucking apple seeds. Um, <laughs> I think you'd need, like, a million apple seeds to create a lethal dose. I don't know, but I, I would imagine you'd need an enormous oh. amount to create a lethal dose. So maybe it's not quite what if you, worth doing if you think. What if you eat apple seeds? It used to be inheritance seeds? pills in the 19th century. <laughs> what if? That's good, I like that. What if you eat apple seeds like, every time you have an apple? I think it's probably in too small a concentration. It's it's the same way that, like, if you just drink pure ethanol, you'll die fairly quickly. But if you drink beer, you'll be fine. Oh, I see. Lethal doses like kilos of apple seeds. So oh. how many apple seeds can you get through, like, a like a bowl of cereal <laughs> wow. before so... you start breaking your teeth and your jaw muscles are aching too much to continue? Jesus. Um, it's like eating a little bowl full of pebbles, which, to be honest, <laughs> might actually kill you quicker. Yeah, you know, I would just so. swallowing pebbles. Yeah, it can't be good. Um. Okay, favorite villain of the season. I love a good Sontaran. I really do. I love a good Sontaran. I know. I mean, obviously, they are a villain in the, in a sort of theatrical sense, but it's debatable about whether or not the individual Sontarans are villains because it's like a cultural standpoint that they don't know any better sort of thing yeah but i love a good sontaran i love the sort of again the sort of they do look a bit stupid and (laughs) that's really good and their outfits are stupid and they look stupid and their voices are kind of stupid too i just really like it wow i think that this series it has a lot of really weird odd things in it that i really enjoy so you know you know that lewis is gonna like an episode if a the episode is shit and B, <laughs> the villain is shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, good. Um, I think for me it has to be the Vashta Narada. Yeah, they're cool. Weird name, because it's like, yeah. it's the old classic of um, think of a word that's something bad in English and then look up what it, a translation in Latin and just go with that. Yeah. It's that, that old trick that lots of authors play, um, which, well... One author in particular springs to mind, um, but she has terrible views on many things, so let's not talk about her. But mm. good old Vashta Narada, I, I remember being scared of them as a kid. 
it's the same Stephen Moffat trick with the Weeping Angels of like not en- not every statue, but any statues. Not every shadow, but any shadow. Yeah, look, it's like a very real, normal thing, but just you know turned up to a million. Yeah, look, oh shadows, they are actually mm. piranhas that will strip your flesh. See the mm. the scene with um Miss Evangelista and like she's like ghosting. Oh. That's fucking a, horrible. That is a horrible fucking scene. Deeply is, horrible, yeah. It's like, and the scene oh. with Miss Evangelista where she's like, um, the, the upload happened wrong. Yeah! So she's become incredibly clever, but she's also, her face, face is all misshapen and stuff. It's really oh my God. just horrid in a weird way. It used to scare the shite out of me, by the way. Um, But there you go. Still um, does scare the life out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have any questions, Lewis? I don't want to hog the mic. Um, well, it's okay. Um, what's your favourite episode aside from Midnight? Oh, um, I didn't say, did I? Uh, I'd have to say Midnight. No, I'd have to <laughs> say The Waters of Mars, I would say. Oh, are we counting the specials? Crikey! Yeah! I did not even... I presumed the specials were a separate entity. Oh, okay. Lewis... Okay, in that case, the next Doctor, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, Planet of the Dead. Which was Planet of the Dead? Oh, that was shit. Oh, with the with the sand planet. I quite enjoyed that. I thought that was a bit oh, silly and quite enjoyable. I thought it was so... No? Ru- I thought it was rubbish. <laughs> I thought it was, oh, yeah, the, the bus is flying now because there was another ship that crashed. But there's no other ships apart from that one. You know, it's mm. these these right. Okay, we need an alien for this. What we're we gonna do? Yeah, get a get a, a fly's head and just put it on the the guy, and that's and that's oh man, great. great yeah, but episode. that's the same thing. That if it was in um, Rick and Morty, we'd be applauding it. We'd be saying, yeah, it's because rule of large numbers, uh, there will just be an alien that just has a fly's head and talks like a guy. That yeah. that will just exist. Yeah, but the difference is, is that Rick and Morty like, knows that it's doing that. To mm. be just like, look, this is the show that that says schmoopy doop about eight times for eight different species. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. they don't give a shit. Whereas it's like, ah, the ventrilla d- quacks. Yes, great, great engineers, <laughs> and they're just like, <coughs> it's like yes, like yes, I, I see. Yeah. Like, oh my god, okay, fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um. Um, and what the other ones? Waters of Mars, great episode. Really yeah, like that. I, really I remember when I was a child and I had nightmares about the uh, bloke with the slicked back dark hair the and um, all the cracked mouth and everything. Really fucking scary. Yeah. Really. Um, it did. It does get me. Um, I don't know. Is, there's something really good about that episode. Is um, little bikes, little tiny fold away bikes. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, a thing. Chuck them on the ship. Who cares? <laughs> I like that very much. It's yeah. um. Because it, to, in, to be honest, it raises a fantastic point about a lot of like dystopian novels and stuff, like um, indifferent zombie apocalypse or, or it's a virus apocalypse, or whatever. A key theme of a lot of those things is we've got to find petrol. We've got to find enough petrol to get in the car yeah. and get to some place with food in or some place with whatever. But that problem is solved by using a bicycle. Yeah. Because they aren't difficult to get the hang of, and or a, well, yes, or a horse. But the problem with a horse is that it's not as sturdy as a bicycle. If, if you break a horse. It because it, it, they're so sort of like far from what they were in the wild. It's difficult to heal a horse to the point that it can yeah. then be used, not used again, but you know what I mean. But a bike, you can chuck it off a cliff and it'll be mostly fine. Yeah. So like, but yeah, with bikes, because humans can eat pretty much anything, and then t- you can't eat a bike. True, I can't eat a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. <laughs> Watch me. 
Um, but yeah, humans can turn any food into bicycle power and then use that to drive down whatever. Because that's what I've always thought is wouldn't you just, if you were in an apocalypse of some kind, because I don't know my way around fucking anywhere, I would get on a bike and follow train tracks to get to places mm. because it's straight as the arrow flies and also I don't need petrol and also I won't get lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chuckle Brothers with their bike car? What the hell are you talking about? What is, what is that? I have no Chuckle idea what that is. Brothers bike car. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a bike car. Yeah, it's kind of like um oh I've forgotten completely what they're called. Um like a tuk tuk, how it's like um like a sort of a either a bike or a moped on the front and then like a passenger seat in the back. It's kind of like that, but the, there's two bikes at the front that the Chuckle Brothers sit in oh, and drive along yeah. in. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm looking um, at it, yeah. Well that's the Chuckmobile. Okay, well that's utterly insane. I did not expect to be looking at this today. Um, chuck, chuck that off a cliff, fuck's sake. <laughs> it looks Although like. Raises a good question: Would tandem bikes have a resurgence in a zombie apocalypse? Because all of a sudden you're like, well, it would actually be very handy to have lots of people doing this one thing. It just looks like someone's like taking a car, stripped it down, and that's what remains. It looks like a, a Five Nights at Freddy's animatronic without its suit. It does look a bit like that, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. There also appears to be like um, a theme park version here. Quadracycle, which appears to be a direct rip-off of the, um, of the Chuckmobile. I don't know where this is from. A four-wheeled human-powered land vehicle. Quadracycle, quadcycle... Right, okay, been used since 1853. So that puts that episode of Doctor Who out of the, out of the water. That one where yeah. he's, um, I've had a disassembled quadricycle in your garage. No, you didn't. <gasps> I've invented the quadricycle. No, you didn't. <laughs> so uh, now that we've got that uh, particular uh, bugbear off my back, yeah, what's the next one? Um, the End of Time. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah, that's, that's, yep. mm, it's a bit weird. Um, the masters... It's a bit weird. Yeah, the master's evil plan is to become him six billion times. Yes, that's true. And all of it is undone by a magic gauntlet that can do that, apparently. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Mm. I mean... It's strange, though, because it's a credit to, um, to be fair, the 1996 movie was worse. I've never seen it. Was it worse, Danny? What, the, 90, what, the Doctor Who film? Apparently, yes. Uh, be grateful. Be you grateful. Haven't I haven't seen it. Seen it. <laughs> Wait, is the ninety? Is that the one with? Is that Doctor Who and the Daleks? Where it's with Paul, Paul McGann. Oh, the TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was rubbish. That was the master oh, okay. was um, uh, the master was a guy, a guy named Bruce, who was a paramedic, and like he had this right. weird American accent. And okay. uh, he was like, trying to steal the doctor's regenerations, and throughout that, he was he was in Batman. What Batman? Eric Rob. What? Eric. Donnie, this is such obscure knowledge. You no, know, you're just absolutely lambasting me. Who was he in Batman Begins? Roberts. Oh no, he was. Yes, I recognise him. He was the mob boss um, in the club. Oh Christ, I can't remember his name. Uh, something or other. Oh, Maroney. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Salvatore Moroni, that's him. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, yep. Is that from Is that from Better Call Saul? The Yup. Um, I've got no idea. Uh, but I, 
that's very. I, it, to be honest, it's a credit to um, David Tennant, the other cast, that I sort of didn't notice the big weird plot holes in the end of time. I was just sort yeah. of like, yeah, it's a credit to to uh, Catherine Tate's performance and uh, David Tennant's performance and John Sim and all the rest of them that I didn't notice or care particularly. Yeah. And David Tennant jumping out of that ship like five hundred mm. feet in the air, crashes yeah, through a... <laughs> a window and doesn't die. Like how. <laughs> They're so vague with how, you know, Time Lords can survive their current regeneration. Like, apparently he can survive 30 feet uh, when he dropped yeah. down into the, the, what do you call it, the, the pit with the beast. The beast. Um, the beast. Yeah. The beast. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was a weird one. It was a good send-off seeing all the companions come back together mm, mm. And, and then, you know, everyone... And at no point did it feel stupid. No, it's, it's strange. It's like um, the only comparison I can think of is in Endgame. Um, and if you haven't seen Endgame yet, then what are you doing with yourself? But Tony yeah. Stark dies um, and at his funeral. Everybody's all stood there. And I feel like everybody in the theatre, when it got to um, Harvey or whatever it was, that kid from Iron Man 3, everybody mm. sort of in unison went, who? Who's he? What? Oh, yeah. But nobody actually knew who he was. So it sort of got a bit strange because it's like but lots of these people didn't really like Tony Stark. Um, yep. Yes, he did sacrifice his life for the greater good, but Wanda, her only real memory of him would be one of his missiles that says Stark on the side that tried to kill her. So yeah. it's not... She doesn't have fond memories of him, surely? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he tried to imprison her within the Avengers compound. So, yeah. Yeah, it I mean... It doesn't seem too, <laughs> too good. But yeah, like, it's it was a pleasant tying up of all the loose ends that I quite like. Uh, I mean... They were there to be seen to be their celeb funeral. Well, I suppose if we did have superheroes, they would be celebs in the real world. So True. it does make sense. True. Um, look, the boys. It would be like the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know my feelings on Wanda. I think her death is a long time fucking coming. Uh, <laughs> but, but let's not get into that. Um, who is your favourite Russell T Davies companion? It's got to be Donna. It's, it's got to be, be Donna. Donna. It can't not be Donna. And Martha's great. Martha I don't like great. Rose. Martha's great. Yeah, and I don't like Rose. Donna is fantastic. D- Donna is like I would take Donna over all the rest of them. Really, she's really good. Yeah. Um. So charming. So funny. So charismatic. And that bit with the um in the adipose building where she's like miming her way through a story <laughs> to the doctor. That's that's some of the best physical comedy I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. brilliant. And and even oh. then, like she's a very underrated actor because you've got mm. like the fires of Pompeii. Where she convinces yeah. the doctor mm. to go back. That's a fucking great episode. It really is, yeah. Um, With yeah. Peter Capaldi in it, of course, and yeah. Karen Gillan. Oddly enough, I know, but, but they only ex- they only explained why Peter Capaldi's face was in it rather than I Karen rule Gillen. this face. Yeah, who, who thrown me this face? It's like I'm trying to tell myself something. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. They're very angry eyebrows, sir. They're majestic eyebrows. <laughs> You could take um, you could take bottle tops off with these. They'd probably want to start their own independent state of eyebrows. Um. Uh, she was under heavy makeup, so I guess it's okay. That was my response, really, because even looking at pictures of of Karen Gillan in the fires of Pompeii, I can't, I don't recognise her. Is what I mean. Yeah. Watching the episode back, she's not in it for very long, and she's under sort of heavy makeup and looks completely different to her sort of in mm. normal life she, her face is painted and so i, I wouldn't i didn't recognize her certainly but i am a bit face blind yeah. if somebody who's face extremely face sensitive uh feels the other way then i i suppose we cancel each other out <laughs> yeah true um 
I have a lot of love for the stories in this ep- this series. I have to say, a lot of love for the stories in this series because they're all a bit not tongue in cheek, really, but they're all a bit sort of. They're both episodic and linked together in a really pleasant way that no other series has quite managed since, which has really mm. frustrated me. The closest that we've gotten, I think, in my humble opinion, is that um, we've had the series of... Um, oh, it's the Matt Smith's first series where at the end of every episode it'd be like, oh, and that's the resolution of the episode. Now look at a spooky crack in the wall. Isn't that spooky? Whoa. Yeah. No. Uh, but uh, that it just didn't work because it was an episode with... Ooh, look at the spooky crack. But, you know, missing planets and all the rest of it was a recurring theme in the rest of the episode. Yeah. Pyrovilia and um, what, the lost moon of Poosh, was yeah, it? Yeah, but it didn't... It was a, a constant thing. Yeah, but it didn't, like... It didn't, like, take away from the story. It like, was part of the story, whereas, like, there's, like, individual stories in the next season, and then at the end, they just shove a crack in, and it's like... <laughs> Um, and the Doctor just yeah. doesn't see it because it was behind his TARDIS or it was on the road yeah, or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, they, oh, Rory's been eaten by that crack in the wall. Oh, they, I ain't got time to deal with that. <laughs> Fuck that. Christ. <laughs> they did the same in Series 8 with Missy. Like every person who yes, died yep. sort of showed up in the afterlife and then was like... But they weren't really clear about... Um, it was who, awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. They they weren't really clear about who was dying and who wasn't because there are mm, it's mm. it's humans, but there was that robot guy, um, the yeah, who was an alien to begin with, and then yeah. became sort of human, sort of clockwork. Yeah, and there was the woman who was fighting the Daleks who ended up there, and it's the was w- oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah why 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 was she there? Is it mm, few, mm. is it everyone from every point in history? Like, come on. You know, <laughs> um, no, yeah, you're 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 right. It was a bit of a a bit of a strange one. Um, I, here's some blasphemy um, for our the show's general hatred of Stephen Moffat. Um, I quite like the library episodes. Yeah, I quite I like did. them. They're I spooky. Did. They're pretty. They're interesting. They're unique. I like them. They're good. Yeah. Um, and that's a nice, pleasantly annoying thing that Stephen Moffat yeah. has installed into my life. I've never I've never I've never uh believed for a second that Stephen Moffat can't pull off great mm. um television. It's just mm, that mm, definitely it's just that he so seldom does. Um but, <laughs> True. <laughs> but when he does it fucking is like amazing. See when he mm, gets it mm. right it's like whoo oh, oh that's hot you know? Whereas yeah. it's the um it's that thing that H Bomber guy said of like um would it not be worth sort of giving um, Stephen Moffat a career of writing pilots for other writers yeah. to finish? Yeah. <laughs> Could they go then go ahead and write the rest of a series and do it better? Yeah, if if his past form is con- remains consistent, yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely. Oh, um, I've changed my ink to orange, and now it's impossible to read. Um, mi- right, let's have a quick honourable mention for Midnight. It's bloody oh, fantastic, isn't yeah. it? That episode. It is. It's good. It's it's the it's the best thing to come out of Doctor Who since fucking the TARDIS. Okay, it's amazing. I just what a thing to say. I'm just tired of hearing it because it's everyone knows it's good. You know, everyone knows it's like up there with like, uh, fucking. I don't even know. It's one. Of, it's one of the best episodes of television, in in history. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. It's just and like it's, it's yeah, so much is accomplished with so little, you know. Mm. It's it's amazing. It's just it's a it's 
a locked room mystery without the locked room in a strange way. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it's uh, less is more a lot of the time. Yeah, it's True. by stripping away the excess bollocks, you can sort of get to the core of what really matters, and that's quite a pleasant thing in a funny way. Yeah. Um, and then they immediately juxtapose it with turn left, which is one of my least favorite episodes of Doctor Who. Really? <laughs> I I oh God, I, I, Dougie loves it. Danny loves it. Jesus, I like. Am I to... misremembering? Um, I remember watching it when I was a kid and thinking, oh, that was just really bad. Uh, yeah, Donna Noble, big bug on her back. I remember that. Yeah, Donna Noble, thinking... big bug. She, ti- we see an alternate history of of her, um, you know, and and like Britain falls to bits. It reminds me of like years and years. You know that show that he did, Russell yeah, T yeah. Davies. It's a bit like that, and everything just gets so bad like really quickly, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, things get bad like just really, really quickly. It's like, oh my mm. god. You know, but in a believable way. Yeah, no, to be honest, you're completely right. Because I am looking <laughs> I'm looking through the turn left wiki page now and I I do not remember this at all. It might be that I have just completely misremembered this from my childhood. Because this looks brilliant. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I think I might have completely forgotten it. Um so yeah, it might be really good. I don't know. It's the best it's, it's one, one of the, the best, best ever. Oh, Jesus. Woo! All right. Woo! Well, looks like I'm going to watch it then. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, this is a tiny bit of trivia. Um, I remember seeing that Midnight and Turn Left were filmed at the same time because oh. um, the Doctor wasn't really needed for Turn Left and Donna wasn't needed for Midnight. So they That's filmed them at point. the same time as like a double bank type situation. Yeah. Um, I might be making this up entirely. Uh, they did that once a season. <laughs> That's a lot of work, but, you know, fair play mm. to them, I suppose. Um I suppose you get more filming for your for your six week period or whatever. That's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. Mm. Um, right. Have we got any other uh, kind of like e- how EastEnders has the two hander episodes? What? What are they? I'm, <laughs> I'm not very familiar with EastEnders, Dougie. I'm going to be entirely honest. Yeah. I only this know is the... me and Danny waiting on Dougie's explanation. He's typing. <laughs> Come on, Dougie. Hit, hit me with it. I want to know exactly what. I, I want to know everything about a good EastEnders episode. This is going to be really good now. <laughs> Come on now. This is going to be amazing. Uh, where they have an episode with two cast members and they can film another at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I remember that's how they um being told when we when Danny and I were doing 4 o'clock club, that's how they do it on Coronation Street. Because they have built just a street so they could just yeah. film wherever they want all the time. Same with River City. River City. I'm not familiar with River City. It's a... Oh, it's a state-of-the-art Scottish soap opera. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Danny said that... uh, Sorry, Dougie says that River City is awful. Yeah, I mean, mean, I'm only saying that because I was in it. I see. Yeah, but it's it's a soap opera. You know, it's it's what it is. You know, Mm, people, mm. people... Having the same storylines once every two years, you know, that's that's the way it goes. I see, I see. You can't go anywhere else, like, just fucking end it, man. Murder, that word in misery, Jesus. Mm. Well, sounds... that's all very dramatic indeed. Right, yeah, so. Sounds fun. Um, yeah. I think I, th- I am sort of out of notes, to be honest with you, Chuck, are you? Yeah, I mean, just to harp on at the fact that this is this is the end of mm. of Russell T. Davies's era now and we now have to talk about the man himself oh the man the myth the dickhead yeah forever like i mean how long is it it's how many yeah matt smith had three seasons didn't he peter capaldi had three so that's six seasons of straight uh stephen moffat 
Yeah. Oof. Absolutely. That's going to be tough to get through. Three is normal for a Doctor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Good, old, good old Doctor Who in there. Surprising you know, amount of predictability. <laughs> but, the, but the era might be returning, obviously, with yes, Russell T. Davies true. taking the helm again, which is going to be good. It's, I mean, I think it's going to be overhyped, and we're probably not going to be as happy as we think we're going to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's what happens. In, in it's the nature of it sometimes, isn't it? But that's yeah. okay. That's okay. It is. We keep making TV, and eventually we make some good TV. That's the way we do things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, well, uh, have we got some shilling or anything, any of that type of nonsense to do? Whoa. Do you no? Not even have or a... would you have to do something else instead? Do you not even have a closing statement, Lewis? It's been so long since we've done one of these, Danny. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a closing statement. Yes, I do. Um, I really like season four. I have a lot of love for season four. And I apparently now have some homework, which is to watch Turn Left. Yes. Um, which I absolutely was not at all prepared for. I remember watching this when I was a child and thinking, oh my God, Bad Wolf is back. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, so that thing. <laughs> so um, I, I hope I enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah, that's what I said when I was in Doctor Who. I was like, you know, I was like, I don't want to go. And they were like, mm. okay, bye. You know, <laughs> it's like we've got another. They apparently did um, three takes of the I don't want to go. They did a a sort of a neutral one, a sad yeah. one that they aired, and like an angry one. Like there's so much more I could have done, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I. I, I think I have seen the others on like Doctor Who Confidential or something. I thought it was David Tennant. It, they're both really good. I thought it was like a calm one, a middle sad one, like that one mm. that we saw, and then like a really fucking bursting at the seams sad one. Oh, I might be wrong then. I don't no want to go like that, you know. Oh no, oh, bloody hell! <laughs> God. Mm. But anyway, I think that is certainly it now. Um, yeah. We got some bits and bobs to be going on with. I don't know what are we, what comes next. It's been. We at least a week, Danny, since we've recorded a podcast. Yes, it has been quite a while. Um, we all have link trees. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. Uh, Lewis's link tree is linktr.ee slash Lewis underscore Brindley. Mine's is slash O'Hiram. And the podcast is slash Shouting Into The Void. There you will find our socials, our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube. Go give us a like, go give us a follow, give us a cheeky comment if you're feeling cheeky. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, we will uh, only accept cheeky comments. So please yeah. do try to make them as cheeky as possible. <laughs> Someone types you pair of bastards. Um, but <laughs> fair, that's, have... that's fair. It's, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I look at myself in the mirror and I think, you bastard. Yeah, you le- you le- rat bastard. To my core, I am. And <laughs> l- legally as well. Um, yeah, so uh, we, <laughs> we have a PayPal donate button. Anything you can spare, anything at all, would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we also have Patreon. And we take the mm-hmm. opportunity, as we do every week, to thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Indeed, Aruni. Chloe. Thank you. Peter. Thank you. Aditya. Thank you. Natalie. Thank you. Darius. Thank you. And Dougie. Thank you, one and all. Uh, Dougie says, thanks for putting up with me. You're oh, you're welcome. welcome. You're it adds welcome. an extra level of de- depth to these episodes when Danny and I start laughing and the audience yeah. at home is going, what What hilarious new thing has Dougie <gasps> said? I'd love to know. Wow. So yeah, really- adds a new level, Dougie. That's, that's the truth. What he's really saying is, please stop misquoting me. I'm not saying any of this. Why are you ruining my life? That's what he's saying. That's what he types. Um, I've I've tried to sue <clears throat> you three times, and now I've had to come onto your Discord server and abuse you to yeah. say these things. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, but thanks again, folks, for, for mm-hmm. your continued support. Yeah, thank you one and all. Yeah, we have uh, merch on Teespring and Redbubble. We sell we jumpers, do. tote bags, socks, uh, mugs, stickers. Christmas has passed now, but it will be but coming again. Valentine's Day, I suppose, would be the next thing. Yeah, so buy for your, your sweetheart one this a, Valentine's Day. Get them buy your loved uh, one a tote night. bag. Burns, Burns night. Yeah, buy your loved one a tote bag for Burns night. Yeah. Burns night. Uh, Burns' Supper is a celebration of the life and poetry of Ro- Robert Burns, the author of many a Scots poem. The 25th of January. Do you no. celebrate this, Danny? No. I see. Um, do, do you, Dougie? I, I Dougie doesn't either. celebrate it either. Well, then don't okay. bother. Go straight to Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Get your partner a tote bag and go Rob- for that. Robert Burns gets a night and Adam Smith gets a fucking shopping centre. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 um, yes. <sighs> Uh, uh, nearly, nearly finished. Uh, we have an amazing advert uh, to to play as we Ooh, do. Oh, it's amazing! Oh, it's yes. amazing! Yes. So I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and mm-hmm. it'll tell you everything you need to know. No, Danny, I've got some amazing news. Oh, really? What? I'm gonna make you a hat. Thanks, but, but why? Well, because Right Side Yarns, who sell beautiful and unique wool, have recently released a new range. Oh, I've heard of them. Aren't they that fantastic Scottish business that sells high-quality hand-dyed products perfect for crafting with? They certainly are, and they're sponsoring the show. Really? Have they heard the show? Yes, and apparently they like it. Hesia, the owner of the business, has given us a generous 15% off code for any of our listeners to use. Is, Is that why you've got Void15 written in your hand? It is! If you or any of our listeners would like to use the code, simply enter VOID15 at checkout with a capital V. Great! Where do I check out? You can go to their website at rightsideyarns.co.uk or check them out on Instagram at kezia underscore rightsideyarns. Fantastic! This hat you're making me better be good. Oh! That is amazing. I I am amazed by that. Truly. Wasn't that fantastic? Mm -hmm. Um... Yes, and uh, last but certainly not least, we are partnered with an amazing company called Number 12 Crochet Avenue, and Lewis is going to say some wonderful things about them, all of which are true. Indeed I am. Number 12 Crochet Avenue is a wonderful company, run by my wonderful wife, in which they crochet, and they do all sorts of things in that arena and world, and arena is perhaps putting it a bit oddly, but arena does work, so I'm quite proud of myself for that one. But anyway, if you'd like to keep up to date with what, everything that they're doing over there, you can go to at number 12 crochet Avenue on Instagram, and you can give them a cheeky follow and like and all the rest of it. Check out what they're doing, and um, yeah, that's that's that. Please do enjoy and like and subscribe and not subscribe, like and follow. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you. Mm. Well, that is, uh, that's the end of Doctor Who, Russell T. Davies. Indeed it is. Yeah. Good old RTD. Yep, and now we have to start Stefan Stefan Maggot, you know, so that'll be that'll Jesus, be that's a bit of a harsh... <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't like the bloke either, but he has, he no. has done things, I suppose. I'm only or has he got joking. some terrible problematic opinions I don't know about? No, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. He did he employ, did employ you. you. Shut up, doggy! <laughs> Fuck. He didn't employ shit. Okay, yeah, fair enough. If he ever sees this, I'm never getting on Doctor Whoever again, which, you know, is, is part of the grand plan in 20 but years' The grand time. plan, I see. Yeah. So in 20 years' time, what? What's the goal? What's the 20-year plan? To... And how does it involve never going near Doctor Who? That's what um, we're all wondering, Dan. Well, the 20-year plan is to 
become the Doctor and go on Doctor Who. Oh, That's of the course. 20 year plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, there are no actual steps to realising that plan, but I just figure in 20 years, I'll give it another go. So there you it's go. like Scott's Tots. <laughs> Where he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to pay all these kids tuition fees, but he doesn't actually have a plan yeah. to do that. He just <laughs> presumes that by the time he's 40, he'll be rich enough to pay all these kids tuition fees. It's like that. Yeah, I figured that um, I would be rich enough to pay you, so... <laughs> and he wasn't... He, he wasn't... Mm. That's you the know, thing he... with the with Michael Scott because we Chloe and I are rewatching The Office at the minute because we got most of the way through and then forgot it essentially so we restarted it. Um, yeah. But yeah, now we're watching it again and it's um, Michael is like heart is so entirely in the right place every single time mm. and like is just fucks it every single time at the same level it's really bizarre it's yeah. like you, you're so rooting for him because it's like his heart is 100% in the right place but he just always does the wrong thing he does but it's worth saying that Steve Carell's performance is utterly flawless oh, fantastic utterly flawless yeah it's an amazing performance um but hey mm-hmm. we'll talk to you about that next time so yes I think so if he if he if Steve Carell pops up in Doctor Who we'll talk about that yep yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but we'll, you, Lewis you know we'll diverge on it at some fucking point 100%, you know yeah. that's just who we are but yeah so uh, we will see you here you smell you um, jump on your back and change your time stream next time I'm going to sneeze <laughs> oh, bless oh god see you later um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening goodbye Bye.